Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are going to be talking about WandaVision and uh, all sorts of other things. Uh, as we uh, move on into the show, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? This is Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, so if you're if you haven't been listening for a while, uh, we're doing a new format where we're we're not we're not saving saving the reviews to the end of the season. We're doing it up to the minute. Well, you know, like several days late, but you know, you know what I mean. We're we're mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're watching it right along with you. Um, so we're going to be talking about Wandavision uh, later on in the show. That's coming up in the in the in the first b- real big segment. But before we go further, we got to make sure that we remember our uh, pickle of the week. What? Ron, that's, you can't do that. Look, I'm, look, look, listen, look. My delay is longer than y'all's because my, my <laughs> internet is crap, right? Maybe it's a slow reaction time. I think I think it's column. Well, Dylan, you're you're jacked up on all that caffeine right now, so like you're you're seeing through. Time. <laughs> I should have done, done it myself. <laughs> Dylan just had like a mega energy drink after not having anything for a while. Michael not, poisoned not me. I did. Uh, inadvertently, from years ago, whenever, you, however long this has been sitting in your fridge. Yeah, my you imagine, drink. right? Like the last time we seen each other. Oh well, it's was what January of last year to record in person was in February. Right. Did yeah. we actually Mike, meet up in February? Yes, for Bloodshot and Sonic. Right. One of Michael's hobbies is giving people barely legal energy drinks. Like they probably killed some college kids, you know. Remember um, that? Remember that Joker? I got you. That stuff was good. Joker was good. I remember that. Yeah. Um. I, so I finally drank one that he gave me pre-pandemic, and uh, I wasn't ready. I was not prepared. I'm so sorry if I uh, if my my speech is a little impaired. I haven't had an energy drink since I've been at Westheimer. Since wow. since I left Westheimer. Well, sorry. since we started stocking the G fuels, I've been going way too hard on it. So I'm trying to. Go go to Dylan go to Dylan mode and try to cut back on him. Um, Got to. But anyway, let's let's talk about our pickles of the week before we get into <laughs> energy drink reviews. Um, I'm gonna go first. My pickle of the week is a novel, but we have it. Inst- we're gonna have it at the Sugarland store anyway. Um, Star Wars: The High Republic Into the Dark. Uh, that is the High Republic number two novel. Uh, the number one came out last month. Um, that normally wouldn't come out in such quick succession, but they got delayed. Because uh, of COVID, so they've they're probably sitting on a few of these. So um, come pick that up. The first one was really good. Um, I'm looking forward to the second one. There's a Wookiee Jedi in it. Uh, my pickle this week is uh, Apex Legends. <laughs> Pathfinder's Quest hardcover. It's coming oh. out from Dark Horse. Uh, just just some more lore about Apex. Jordan, and I have I really to have it. Apex. Who knew? That I love. Now, Apex. do you play the game, or are you just like the, looking forward to the comics? So you think so? Season eight comes out. Came out on Tuesday. Will I start with season eight? Who knows? Let's see. Let's find out. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna spend some odd hundred amounts of money and play play the game I love. In so. time. My pickle is a graphic novel. It is Scarlet Witch by James Robinson, the complete collection. It's yeah, that 15 issue Scarlet Witch series that came out a few years ago. So it has all 15 of those and Doctor Strange: The Last Days of Magic. Oh, nice! Uh, it's a good oh, series. Sweet. It's a it's a little bit of an anthology. It has a different um, artist, a good mm-hmm. different team each issue. Honestly, they were a little bit hit or miss, but overall, I liked it. Um, and I love a complete collection, so that's what I'm picking up. 
That's awesome. Uh, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. Um, it will also help us achieve our 2021 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, let's talk about our events. Uh, thank, I want to thank everybody who came out to Paint Night um, this past Saturday. Um, we're also going to be displaying some of uh, the completed work um, in the Sugarland location. So that's uh, you can come check those out. We're going to start uh, keeping those up there for the month so you can see what everybody got up to. Um, but my events for, for this month, we've got two Key Forges. We've got Key Forge on the 12th and on the 19th. Uh, on the 12th, it's going to be a sealed. And on the 19th, it's going to be a maybe reversal, most likely. Um, and then on the 20th, we have Paint Night. And that is going to be a freestyle. Paint whatever you want. Uh, so very much oh, looking look forward to that. Yeah, that's right. We got Kitty. Kitty's out here. Um, and that's all I got. All I have is a live sale tonight at 7 p.m. at bedrockcity.com slash live. We have a lot of good books this time. We have, well, first of all, we have three long boxes of bundles. We have a ton. And then we have um, like a first Punisher, a first Monica Rambeau, first, lots of first appearances actually this time. Lots of, uh, lots of books in the like 25 to $75 range, you know, Uh not a lot of like super high dollar books, but then there's so many, um, you know, like cool cheap ones also tonight. Word. That's all I got. Okay. Um, well, anyway, let's get on to the watch list um, where we talk about all the things that we watched. This week, it's WandaVision. I'm going to jump ahead of that, though, real quick, and I'm going to talk about that I watched. I went to the Sundance Film Festival this year. That's right. Your boy went to Utah. No. Uh, it's traveling <laughs> here uh, at, to various drive-ins throughout the country as well as streaming, but I couldn't even really understand how the streaming is supposed to work. Went to their website and it was very confusing. Their website yeah. is very good um, with right. how stuff works, and and also it seems like the streaming can sell out, which is weird. Like because I think it's like a we all log on and watch it, you know, rather than you know watch it whenever. But their website is terrible. But either way, I went to go see uh, two movies or two films um, at the Moonstruck Drive-In, which I've never been to before. Uh, it's a uh, how was it? Uh, the drive-in was really, really nice. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, sort of downtown-ish. Uh, it's, it's right where I-10 and 59 are. So, right that downtown okay. area. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really nice. Uh, they have concessions. They have a passable bathroom situation. Uh, <laughs> I know that's important. You know, you know, I'm not trying to find porta potties out there. But um, have you ever been to anywhere where you have to like a drive-in or Really, I guess only drive-ins where you have to tune into FM radio to hear something, and they're like broadcasting mm-hmm. it. Yeah, because when Lori and I went to the drive-in wrestling a couple of months back, whenever that was, that was an FM transmitter, but that sounded like crap. Uh, like there was hissing and a lot of interference. Oh, really? It sounded really clean, really nice. Um, yeah, I was certainly good when we went to go to the uh, rooftop. Nice drive-in thing. So, so, so uh, the first day that I went was the opening day of the festival, uh, which was the twenty-eighth. I went to go see a movie called CODA. It's an acronym, C-O-D-A, Children of Deaf Adults. It's uh, a movie about a hearing 
daughter in high school uh, to uh, her brother and both parents are deaf. And she is discovering her love for music and is torn between um, pursuing that passion and sticking around with her family's fishing business. It was very good. I enjoyed it immensely. Um, yesterday, Sunday, the 31st, I went to go see a movie called Mayday, which is very, there's no trip. There's no clips. There's no trailers. There's very like two sentence descriptions of this thing online. All I know is that it has Grace Van Patten, Mia Goth and Juliette Lewis in it. And it was pretty boring. <laughs> Well, oh, right, um, so when people leave, when people walk out of a movie theater, it's you. You might not even notice it, but when people leave a drive-in, yeah, very obvious. I counted eight cars. All right, eight cars that paid thirty dollars to be there left. Ooh, ooh, yeah, um, that must have been it, a bad one, huh? It, it is. I mean, it, it was her. Is this writer director's first time writing and directing? Okay, um, she swung for the fences. Uh, it was just didn't really land for me. Um, I'm willing to give it another shot. Like if it gets edited, they tighten it up a little bit. Sure, you can't win them all, right? No, uh, there's it's just pretty pretty dry. But whatever. Either way, so it was a really good experience. Um, I would highly recommend the Moonstruck Drive-In for those of you that uh, care about those sort of things. It's coming back to regularly scheduled programming uh, this coming weekend. Dylan, they have Nomadland yes. coming. It's exciting. So you can see they it. do have yeah. some good. Yeah, I can actually see it on a screen. I watched it at home, but on streaming. Um, also, this isn't no one asked, but Saint Maud. Do you know that A twenty four horror movie? It came out uh, today. What? Two days ago, as of uh, airing on streaming. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to watch that. that. I'll I'll report back. Which next one's week. Saint Maud? Um, <laughs> we watched the trailer for it. It's a uh, so long ago. I don't remember I it. Like I'll watch, I'll watch like it when a, I get out. Okay, yeah. I don't need to go over it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a WandaVision. Yeah, so let's talk about WandaVision. Wanda, WandaVision episode four. Uh, we just watched it this past Friday or Saturday or whenever we watched it. I watched it on Friday. I think we all did. Um, so obviously, spoilers for the previous three episodes of WandaVision and spoilers for this one and some rumor discussion. Um, about what might be coming, although we're going to probably try to keep that to a minimum because I know my boys out here have seen some real, true, blue, honest spoilers. No, fam, no, no. So skip ahead about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, if we sound like we're still talking about WandaVision, skip in a little bit more. Uh, you've been warned, spoilers are happening now. Um, so, Dylan. Yes. You, you, you called it. You said that this was going to be the sword episode or the reality, the current modern episode or whatever. I had a feeling. What can I say? And <laughs> you, you were right. Um, yeah, I like I like that it did this, that it shifted perspective, you know? It was a nice yeah. break mm-hmm. in between decades of shows. Yeah, I feel like we needed a break from the sitcom format, but mm-hmm. I was already invested from the opening scene, the blip. Like we got to see people coming back from the blip for the first time. We saw it in Aww. Spider-Man Far From Home, barely, you know. But yeah, but they were all like, <sighs> like in the in the they, gymnasium, and it, it was a joke, you know. It didn't feel as uh, uh, monumental, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, because sure. it was played for a joke in that movie, but in this one, right. like, like in Ernest, we got to see it. I thought it, as, when it first started, I was like, "What's happening?" 
I thought it was maybe something Wanda was doing to her because it was just a close up on her face. But then when I zoomed out and we got to see like the because that would be pretty traumatic, you know, if that happened in real life, people just popping up everywhere. It'd be wild in, in a hospital, no yeah, less. In a hospital you know? of all places, yeah. Um, so I was invested in that. I'm like, oh, this is our first like television experience of like going into the MCU, you know, because I feel like we haven't done that based on the first few episodes. It's just kind of been Wanda's thing. Mm-hmm. So we've never seen like a connection to the MCU, and I really like the quality that I'm seeing so far, you know, based Agreed. on that. Um, but then Monica, after she learns that her mom's dead, R.I.P. Maria, I'm not convinced wow. that she is. Yeah, you know, here. you know Marvel. Oh, I don't you know think so? Unceremoniously say, oh, she died of cancer. Who knows? Right. Maybe she is. Dies off screen. I don't know. I would like to at least see a backstory the way we got the Peggy Carter, like forming shield TV show, you know, I'd like to see one for Maria or something, a novel. I don't know. But, um, this guy named, what's his name? Director Hayward has taken over sword. And it kind of seems like Monica was supposed to have that job. And I don't know about y'all, but I do not trust. Oh yeah. No, he don't. Mm -mm. He's clearly evil or doing something nefarious or we don't like him. You think he's a, a Hydra? Maybe. I don't know. I just, I just know I don't trust him. We've been told not to trust, you know, shield leaders, like authoritarian people in the MCU. Right. So, uh, and like little things like how her card didn't work, you know, mm-hmm. like he knows she's going to be there. Like, why is her card not working? It seemed like, and then he walked in and he was like, I'll take you up. It seemed like a power move, you know? Yes, absolutely. I agree. But I don't like him. And I think he maybe, so then he assigns her to go investigate the WandaVision stuff. I think maybe he did that because he knew it was like a bad situation. I mean, he just wanted to get rid of her because she's he's acting director. So someone could take over. It should be Monica, right? So he's like, hey, you get out of my hair. Got um, you. That makes sense. And then she goes to investigate and we get uh, Jimmy Woo again. Oh, my happy boy. To see, happy to see Jimmy Woo again. He's back. He's back. Yeah. He did I, the magic trick. I was so excited. That he was a cool trick. callback. With the, where he pulled that was a cool callback. To, uh, very and very dope. Um, and then he's talking about this missing person. He was there investigating someone in the witness protection program in this town, but now everyone's forgotten that this town exists. Like they're like, "Oh, what's Westview?" Like there's like a collective uh, we know amnesia. Yeah, yeah. We, we're so clearly, someone did something to take over this town. Um, but my honestly, like you know how I always have a theory. I have yes. no idea about this missing person. You think you that's, have any ideas? Um, What's a, give me a lead or something. I, who who was that person that was supposed to be in the show that we weren't supposed to know about? What what actor was who was that? Who was that? Oh no! There was somebody that was cast, and they're like, "No, no, no, not us." Yeah, but um, the only thing I can think of that he's so this guy is mentioned, but we never see his face. So his face has to. It's probably going to be something we recognize, right? Gotta be. Based, based on yeah, and then be. also they've also done that a lot with Ralph, Agnes's husband. Yes, like, he's mentioned oh, all the time. Yeah. I've never seen him. I have no idea who Ralph and the missing person is, but I feel like they're the same person. Whoever that is, okay, okay, I believe it. That's all I know. Or maybe like Quicksilver didn't actually die, and you went into witness protection. But that'd be kind of like soapy. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, know? I don't know. I don't know about that one because he definitely um, seemed like he was dead in that movie. But, I have no idea, which I'm happy about. You know, I can't even speculate. Um, and we can see Darcy again. 
who yes, I was very happy was, about. That was great to see Kat Dennings back. Oh, I love yeah. Kat Dennings. Love Kat. She brought a nice like levity to the show, you know? Right. Uh, and then basically after, after Darcy shows up, it's like a, what I felt like was like a montage of things that sword is doing. And then what, how they were reflected in Wanda's world, you know, how the Easter eggs are reflected. Right. Like sending in the drones and it becomes a helicopter. Sending in the beekeeper. Yeah. And the bangs, I think are more drones going in and, uh, how things change when they go through the world, how they turn into, you know, this, they, they match the aesthetic of whatever sitcom they're in. Right. Um, and then we, Oh, I forgot to mention that Monica got sucked into this world in the beginning. That's why she's not in the rest. She she puts her hand on it, which is like, no, number one, why? Yeah, didn't, he, didn't uh, Wu say at the beginning of the episode that they were attracted to it somehow, or it was calling to them for some reason? They were hearing something, or like feeling something with this force field. Yeah, I think they felt that it was off somehow, and that once she saw that the drone disappear... She just like goes up to it and gets sucked into the world. And then at the end, we see her thrown out, which matches up to the ending of episode three. But we actually get to go in the TV and see what happened this time. Oh, it was so cool. Wanda got uh, pretty pissed that she brought up Ultron. She realized that she was not part of this world. And then she she yeeted her out. (laughs) Oh, bro. It It looked so good, dude. Um, she does break through four walls, by the way, on her way out. Ah, that is interesting. Um, there's a lot of um, meta stuff, like just from Darcy, you know, like, oh, "Oh, she has a speaking part now. And just like basically watching the show, they're watching the same show we are. Someone's broadcasting it, which I think is interesting. I think that maybe Vision is broadcasting it. I don't think that's really Wanda's thing. That'd be interesting. like radio signals and stuff. I don't. But sure. she can change. I guess she can do anything. But why would she be doing that? Maybe she's actually calling for help. Maybe I think Vision knows something's wrong and he's calling for help. But then why would he be editing it? I don't know. Hmm. So many things I don't know. Um, and then also Vision can't do anything because he did. So I don't think so. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, no, Vision is not dead. I mean, well, he, I mean, he's in the sense this thing is going to be Vision back for sure. Okay, well, that was the other cool part of the episode is that Wanda looks up at Vision and she sees the Infinity War, like hollowed out, gray, grayscale, no head, or hole in his head looking Vision. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that was creepy, dude. That was pretty that was jarring. Really, yeah, that was very surprising. I liked that. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's one of the darkest things we've seen in MCU. So it's mm-hmm. it's pretty dark to think that she's just like playing house with a corpse, if that's the case. You know, just walking around with a corpse. But I don't think that's what's happening. Because she has he to be, seems right? to I don't think so, because he seems to have his own motives and like autonomy, you know, if he's questioning things about the world. If he mm. if, if he was just her puppet, like la di da di da perfect husband, I don't think he'd be doing this, you know? I think he somehow yeah, has his so, soul huh? or has his own he has his own thoughts somehow. Maybe he really looks like that, but I think Vision's personality is there again in some way. Mm, we don't know be. what happened to the body after Shuri insinuated that she could fix him. In yeah. Infinity. And then we never saw what happened to the body or if that 
They never said if she was fixing that, huh? No. So I want right. to. I hope we get to. I'm sure we will get answers about what happened there. But then uh, Monica falls out. She's thrown out, and she's like, "It was it's all Wanda," leading the audience to believe that Wanda is not. This isn't being done to her. She's creating the world. Yeah. Do you guys bum, believe bum, that? Bum. Is Monica right? Is Monica wrong? I think. Bum, bum, bum. I think Monica's right. I think Monica's wrong. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I think know. she's. I, I think she's half right, half wrong. I think Wanda is complicit, or she at least knows something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's still got to be a villain. I feel like she's either being manipulated in some way, or isn't fully aware of what's going on. Or there's there's a piece we're missing. I feel like I don't oh. think it's just like now we know Wanda made this world and the end of the mystery. You know, there's something else. And we're so we're halfway through this, right? We're halfway through. Uh, there's four no, more. Well, no, there's five more. Yeah, but um, this thing is six hours long, and we've seen a hundred minutes. So the episodes I was talking to Ron earlier. The episodes are going to have to get longer. The I did the math. Um, and the <laughs> remaining time I did the math. The remaining time is fifty-one minutes per episode. So if you divide the remaining time up between the five that are supposed to come out it's 51 minutes so they have to get oh. longer at some point right the last one's a movie maybe yeah maybe but maybe the sitcom thing is done, like the 20 minute sitcom thing but okay that does lead me to my main complaint about this episode okay i'm sorry i have a wandavision complaint i know <gasps> it's taboo nasty this Go episode ahead. i thoroughly enjoyed i liked getting answers but i thought it was way too short way too, too montage yeah I want I wanted I feel, a little more from it for sure. I feel like they could have at no extra expense gone into how Sword is figuring stuff out, you know, and more a little bit more time with the characters. And that right. was just like needlessly short. I don't know. It was very montage like, and this is how this happened, and then this is how this happened, and this is when they tried to talk to Wanda, and then like callbacks right. to everything we've seen. And I I just would have liked oh, some maybe, more, maybe like, that was more in depth a bit. Maybe that was a smart thing to do. I don't know. I just want to spend a little bit more time there, you know? I feel you. So, so now going forward, do you think we will... So the, the, we've, we've got the curtain lifted, right? We, we see S.W.O.R.D. now, too, on top Partially. of the TV show. Partially, yes. But do you think now we'll get both? Like, we'll get a TV show and some S.W.O.R.D. stuff? I sure hope so, that it's interlaced between... Because you know? that would make the episodes really long, if that's the case. Right. They kind of go on doing the back and forth thing. Uh, Do you think, um, you know the way some people weren't hooked by the first couple episodes because it was very sitcom Right. Do you think it? Do you think the pacing would have been better or it would have served them better to splice in the sword stuff throughout, like from the beginning? Like show how things are happening in real time? Or is it better that they kept no, everything a mystery it, and then kind of revealed it all at once? It's hard to say without having, you know, the whole product, but I think I like the pacing. I like the the subtle or the, the slow confusion building to a slow reveal, you know, like, I think it works better that way. I like it for these four episodes. I don't think you can do that again, though. I agree. I, you I see what I mean? Like, back to that. Yeah, I don't think you can do two episodes of of the TV show and then like do another montage, basically. Right. Like, I don't think that can work anymore. I think we're gonna we're obviously gonna do more sitcoms, but I think that there's gonna be 
it, they're not going to be just like mindlessly recreating it. Like they'll be more aware, you know? Sure. Yeah. And yeah. maybe we'll get sword stuff intermixed, but I don't think you can go back to like, all right, now's the Roseanne episode, you know? It's right. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree with Michael. I like that they did this better. I think no, I I a, lot of it. a lot of people are saying it like, was like testing their patience, you know? But it's like it was an hour, you know, if the three episodes, like 20 minutes each. It's not like how impatient are you, you know? It's not that long. <laughs> yeah, I guess I it's mean, not longer because it was over three weeks or two weeks. Because we have to wait three weeks, yeah. But like, I don't know. Wait like, a week, rather. We gotta get used to waiting. I know. I like, like that they did that. I, I'm I'm very happy with this, and I think we're actually getting conditioned nicely to a, to a weekly product. So, I prefer it this way. Me too. We would not go this in depth in this episode if we no, did a one you in a few. Oh yeah, no, most definitely. See, it's weird because like I didn't care for the Mandalorian when it was week to week. Like it was whatever. I'll watch it at the end. But like now I'm so maybe that's the, the Marvel Studios formula, you know? Or the love, rather. I don't know. True. I mean Either way, I'm very happy about this. Agreed. Same. Yep. So let's get into the news then. Let's move on. Um, no, let's end the episode right here. All right, that's it. <laughs> all right, guys. Bye. No, all right. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, why don't you kick us off here? What did you find this week? Um, <laughs> all right. So we have – I'll go a couple. The summer really quick and then summer a little bit longer. Uh, Godzilla was delayed slightly by like a week. Yep, um, yep. it's now coming out March 31st instead of the 26th or somewhere around there because that's the week that Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming out uh, Ooh. speculation says that they're coming out together because Warner Brothers hates the Snyder Snyder cut and didn't want to attribute any new subscribers to that it's like, it's like oh well Godzilla came out the same day it was for that you know that's but so shady I don't see any other reason to attempt to release them on the same day right but that seems like it's just a terrible business decision. Okay. It's really weird that if that's the case, like why give him more money to remake the or I think they felt strong armed by the fans. Well, it seems and they didn't like that. It seems like a weird decision to release them in the same month. Like I wouldn't want two blockbusters in the same month. That too. Like, or, or billing cycle, or you know what I mean? Like right, exactly. At least four yeah, weeks yeah. apart. Yeah, I don't get it. It'll be if this is gonna be a forever mystery unless they do like a documentary on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, that's what I want. I hope so. I want I want a documentary <laughs> that just really shines a light, <laughs> a companion, uh, a novel, all of it. Like, Ugh. I want. I want. Uh, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get something called the Snyder Diaries coming out where it's like him talking about the production? Oh of this. Lord, please! It's like some sort of a yes. Ken Burns America thing, but like yes. by no. Zach. Now I'm about it. Snyder. So when this gets when this eventually gets released on home video, what are the features going to be like? Is it going to be just Zack Snyder buffoonery? Because I'm here for Zaddy Diaries. The Zaddy Diaries. I don't know. That's a good question. (laughs) It'll be a later edition, you know. Yeah. To milk it. Um. Anyway, and we'll watch that and we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, they're doing a Netflix is doing an animated series for both. Kong Skull Island and Tomb Raider. The Skull Island oh. one right. follows a shipwrecked crew, um, an island of monsters, and one king to rule them all. So it takes place within the movie universe. 
And then the okay. Tomb Raider TV show takes place um, after the trilogy of the new games within that universe, not the movie universe. Oh, that's cool. Um, but the Castlevania, I think, animators or studio is doing the Kong one. And then I don't remember who's doing the Lara Croft one. But, I mean, I'm down for more animation. Netflix original you know? anime. I mean, the Ghost in the Shell one was kind of a bust. but Yeah, I hope it's not uh, 3D like that. But we'll see. But the uh, uh, Castlevania is good. It is. Yeah, for sure. Um, Apparently... Disney. Actually, I'll do this one first. Okay. The headline is. I'm gonna read the headline, and then I'm gonna explain why it's not true. <laughs> um, the headline is: HBO Max sees a surge increase in subscribers thanks to Wonder Woman 84. Um, and what it's referring to is Warner Brothers had a um, investor call or whatever, and they said, "Oh, in this quarter, we doubled our subscribers." You know, which is the quarter that Wonder Woman came out. So you would think you could attribute it to Wonder Woman. Sure. But there's a few reasons why I think that might not be the case. Number one, they also announced that like every movie is coming out. This is this is when they announced that 2021 they're putting all their movies on HBO. You know, right. so I don't think you can solely attribute it to Wonder Woman. No, um, I, I I agree. Number two, um, let's see, and they launched in May, and then in July they had 4.1 million subscribers, and then in October. Uh, they had 8.6 million, so they doubled. And then again, this time they doubled to, you know, 17. So it's wow. been consistently doubling. Um, so they didn't like advance the growth at all from Wonder Woman. So I'm not sure. Gotcha. Like, it, it, I feel like it should have done more. Um, they, let's see, they said Nielsen did some tracking on it and they said 14, there were 14.9 million complete plays of the film which means like they watched it all the way through. They right. did a breakdown of how many minutes of it were streamed and everything. That's very interesting that we have that data. Yeah. Um, and the ma- I did the math on that. and He did the math. I, I, I did the math. I feel like a ticket price will be generous and say average is $15. So okay. that's $223 million, which um, I guess you could say HBO is getting in a way. We'll double it because normally they give half of their profits to the theater. You know, so this will be sure. the equivalent of about a five hundred million dollar theatrical run, which still isn't like we're still not there. The first one did eight hundred million, first Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. you would think that this one would normally the sequel does better. So right. I think the thought would be that it would be, reach a billion, but got halfway there. Um, it could be good if they are hooked on HBO now and they stay. I think that's the idea. So you can't have there's no consensus now. If these people signed up for Wonder Woman, they watched it. And then they're going to stay for years for the other HBO content, then it was definitely worth it. But if they're watching it and then dropping it, it's not. I don't know. I also think you can't count like the people who already just have HBO Max, like and watched Wonder Woman anyway. Like, I think there's that's got to be a good chunk of those people, right? Me included, right? But then, like, but then I wonder how many people saw the movie and was like, oh no, I'm done. I just like cancel, cancel subscription. I'll get it whenever, whatever movie comes out, you know, or like watch off of a friend's HBO account. I mean, it's possible. It's a $15 a month activation. So you could say you paid $15 for the movie and just cancel it right after, you know, and enjoy your one month of HBO. It's possible. Right. Yeah. We're not going to know until we see their subscription. The next quarter of numbers, right? 
Each quarter, yeah. Um, they have, like I said, they have seventeen point two million. Netflix has two hundred million. Disney Plus has eighty six million. Um, wow. They're only in the U.S. for I don't I don't know why, but <laughs> it's only U.S. It's not worldwide. So they're they're they've got both hands tied behind their back with this number war. But I assume we'll cover it as it goes. Right. Um, a I mean, little bit in line. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Next story. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, a little bit in line with that. Uh, top, apparently Top Gun Maverick and Black Widow are not being considered for digital release. Just yeah, The I gist bet. of the story is that they've realized that there's no avenue to make money, which I kind of just went over. Right. Um, I, I mean, yeah, we sort of have, have been talking about this for months and months and months about whether or not Black Widow... What was the other one you just said? Uh, Top Gun oh, Maverick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Top Gun needs the theater for sure. I think I think Black Widow would do very well on premium VOD. Um, I think it would too. Better than anything else know. that's on the slate. Yes. But I don't think it would... I think it also... They're doing fine with Disney Plus and they can just hold it. Yeah. Until it's, the fall. You get It gets more and more dangerous the more big things you put on streaming because... Black Widow, I think it has a lot on its shoulders in that it's the main movie and it's expected to kick off the movie season. Whenever it comes out, Black Widow's the one. Because basically that's the most surefire moneymaker right. where people will go, oh, Black Widow didn't make money. I'm not going to put my movie out, you know? So they're sure. expected to kickstart the return of theaters. So if you throw a Black Widow on streaming, then it's like everyone will be like, oh, nothing <laughs> nothing can come out. It's, and then, and then there, might, there might not be any coming back from that. Then that's just yeah. how we live now. Right, so it's gonna look bad. I feel like if they if Black Widow goes on Disney Plus, but. I'm curious. I'm if I'm not remembering, we talked about Raya and the Last Dragon, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. That's that's paid, right? Yes, it's the unlock thirty dollar. I think. Yeah. Disney yeah. Premier I'm, curi- I'm curious if that does well. Will they reconsider? I don't know. If, I don't think so. So, in the way that Mulan. We never got an announcement after that for a long time. We'll know if Raya comes out and then they announce Black Widow is coming out on Disney Plus, then Raya did well. Yeah. If if Black Widow is not announced soon after, then it did. So Disney never releases their numbers, so we'll never know. I guess we're going to find out. The Sandman TV show live action has a cast. It has uh, Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. Um, Boyd Holbrook, who is the villain in Logan as a Corinthian and a bunch of other people um, that I don't know, but um, I'm really excited about Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. I think that's a really cool casting. Yeah, yeah. it is cool casting. That's dope. I, I haven't seen her, so I'm glad she's getting more work. What, what is the, what network network is this Samman thinking to be on? It's Amazon, right? Amazon, right? I think so. I can't remember though. Something hmm. premium. I'm pretty positive it's Amazon. I remember It's that a being. streaming show. It's not like a, Same. You know, NBC or something. Um, there's a Buck Rogers movie happening, which I didn't know about. But uh, now George Clooney is involved. His uh, studio is producing it, and he's going to star in it, apparently. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's all we know. I don't know much about Buck Rogers. And no, I don't, I, like, I don't either. I like George Clooney, but I'm not like a, a stan. That seems but, like something that George Clooney would be all about, a Buck Rogers movie that he's in. It kind of seems like it. It seems, I don't know, it seems <laughs> a little dated and that people might not be, I don't know. 
No, it is. It, it'll. I mean, it's just. It's just going to get all the Buzz Lightyear, you know, comparisons because that's one of the things that Buzz was based on. Yeah. So. Um. We'll see because that Buzz Lightyear live action movie is coming with Chris Evans. Oh, that's um, right. This next one makes me mad, guys. Okay. The Matrix Four. They, the uh, official title of it was leaked. Oh. And it is called by like a set person who took a photo of a T-shirt or something. It's called Matrix Resurrections. Which oh, really? They had, every every title is an R word, you know. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Reloaded. Yeah. Matrix Revolution. Yeah, Reloading and Revolution. Yeah, I thought this one should have been called Matrix Rebooted. A reboot, something like that, because it's a reboot of Matrix. Come on, I get Resurrection though. I mean, it kind of falls in line to reboot it to a degree. Who's yeah. being resurrected? I don't understand. Neo, you're dra- the you're world. Him out of, you're dragging his file out of the trash can bin. They're gonna resurrect uh, the human race, dog. Matrix recycled. I guess if that's <laughs> recycled, okay this movie's gonna re- not be very relaunched. Good, right? Hey, stop. Stop that. Stop I man. have no idea. I like, love all the movies. Wow. Well, that's well, unfortunate. But um, You're unfortunate. That's a, that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no. I'm running out of time. Okay, let me go quick. <laughs> uh, there's a Cloverfield sequel coming out that's like not a Cloverfield universe. It's a direct I saw sequel that. to that found footage one. Okay. That's all we know. The first one. Um. Yeah, but it's, this one's not going to be found footage, but it is a sequel to that. That's interesting. Um, well, what does that is, mean for the the Cloverfield, the uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, and they're not following up on those? I thought there would be a follow up based on the ending, which that's my favorite Cloverfield movie. Yeah, but that Cloverfield paradox had nothing to do with Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Know. They were heading for Houston too at the end of that movie. I was excited. Oh well. Yeah. Right. They'll always have one good one. Um, a talent agency shared. They do this thing where they boast when one of their like small actors signs on for something. You know, they're like, "Oh, our actress Alexis, blah blah blah, is going to star in this show in Reno 911." You know, something right. like that. But they, some extra, I guess, in Wandavision, and they said that she's going to star in episode four, five, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay, interesting because we Wandavision supposed to be nine episodes. Is there a secret tenth episode that we don't know about? Or did they make a mistake? I think that 9 and 10 are being released at the same time, and it's like a big ninth episode. Oh. Maybe they, you know, they filmed two, but I think they're just going to be consolidated. I think that's what's happening. So what does that mean for our watch party? Well, Well, we watch whatever comes out that week. No, yeah. I almost would appreciate the breather, because as as it stands, there's one week in between WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So if there's a tenth... If they fill in that gap, I feel like it's too much, you know? Like, yeah. I would already, like, I would be down for, like, a month in between just to build the hype for Falcon and Winter Soldier, but... Nah, son. No, no. Don't um, I need Thor, both episodes to come out the same day. That's right. <laughs> yes, I hope they do, like, the premiere and release two at the end, but we'll see. Um, we talked last week about how Thor Love and Thunder is shooting in their set photos today, featuring a pretty metal-looking Thor... Yeah, he had like classic duds, like like colors like Thunderstrike, and then um there was Nebula on set, Star Lord with like mm-hmm. a cool armored look. There was a big goat, 
Um, yep. That's yep. all we know. I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm most excited to see what Jane Foster looks like. We haven't seen that yet. But Star-Lord, he had a cool like outfit, and Nebula had a cool like gray-blue kind of looking costume, which I didn't like her in the red Ravager outfit because it didn't really make sense to me that she would be wearing that. So I like that she's getting her own, her own costume. But there's not a lot to go on, but it looks cool. Thor's skinny cool. again. He's skinny. He looks pretty eighties, which I think is matching the aesthetic, you know? I'm I'm definitely in for that. The the photos look cool. He had like I'm bright right. yellow boots or like yellow trim on his boots that looked that looked very uh, comics accurate. Very Simonson, right? Yes. I thought that was cool. Um I agree. There is a there's a Pacific Rim animated show coming out on Netflix. It's a CGI kind of animation. It's called Pacific Rim the Black. And it is a set within the movie universe, and they just revealed their trailer, uh-huh. and that it is coming out in the next couple in weeks or so. March March fourth. March fourth. Fourth, yes. This what is something think of the trailer. That, uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's this is something that I'm I mean, surprised. That I mean, the trailer is whatever. The animation is good. I'm surprised that this didn't happen already. Like this feels like it's too a little too late for more oh. Pacific Rim stuff. Agreed. Like, um, <laughs> Maybe it'd be a different story if Pacific Rim 2 was good. But that is right. also true. I fell off of it there. And also this has like that animation that I don't like, like Dragon Prince. Sorry, Ron. Don't at me. Yeah, I know, boy. The choppy <laughs> 3D look that I don't like, but... I don't know if I know, know. what you're talking about. We, we've talked about it. I, no, no, no. I mean, I know what Dragon Prince is, but I don't know if I really know what that animation looks like. Oh, I mean... They um, intentionally intentionally take out frames to make it look more reminiscent of 2D animation. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, not a, a weird design choice. They fixed it, I think, eventually in Dragon Prince, but it was struggle best for a while. I um, see. There is a WandaVision mid-season trailer advertising the second half of the season. That's So does that mean that it's not performing well and they're needing to advertise it? I have a theory. Okay. Um, we're not going to talk about what they were, but there were some like major leaks for this show. Major. A couple days. Yeah, like footage. Not even like, oh, this person's going to be this person. I mean, it was a clip. It was 10 seconds of footage, but it was the it was the previously on WandaVision, you know, that they do at the beginning. So it was the highlights of episode six. Oh, That's wow. all we'll say. I don't, I don't like talking about them because they're not. It's not like fun to speculate anymore when it's it, just these footage, aren't Reddit you know? spoilers. You saw right, it. yeah, yeah. Um, it was all watermarked and everything. I legit didn't mean to watch it. I thought I was watching a trailer. It was on on uh, Twitter, you know. Oh wow! I thought I was watching. I was like, oh, what's this new WandaVision uh, footage? But to be clear, the, first... the mid season thing is not that. Yeah, the mid season is official. So I think they put this out to be like, don't worry about that. Like, look at this new stuff. You know, like sure. a little bit. They wiped it clean. You cannot find that. Leak. Don't try, but you can't find it anymore. That that leaked footage is not on Twitter. The links are down. It's on Daily Disney. Uh, yeah, probably it's probably on some random website. But um, this new one didn't really show much. But I thought it gave us a little bit. It showed the, enough, though. It showed enough to I think get people talking about something else. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no major spoilers. But. We won't. Michael didn't watch it because you're choosing to abstain, right, That's, Michael? That is correct. I I, I wouldn't. I'm not watch it, it if y'all are already invested in the show. Don't don't watch the trailer. I think he gives but, out too much for me. Having seen 
the leaked thing, I don't think it gives away very much at all. Nothing. Nothing. It no, does not compare not to what was leaked. No. It's, I just mean in general. If you're already committed, there's no the point. Trip. Yeah, yeah. If you're already in, there's no point. Um, also, there's a little devil on the wall. They released a new poster with it. Ooh. And in the wallpaper pattern, there's a little devil in it that people think they see. Okay. Um, That's you cool. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quote, I mean, I Agnes get said the devil's in the details. Oh, Come on. dang. She Come did, on. dog. Come Man. <laughs> And it's right by her head, too. She's looking back. I love this show. So this is so great. This is really exactly what... Oh! This is is that Marvel stuff. Marvel on that week-to-week, like, Game of Thrones, like, conspiracy board. Like, what happens if you have this? You know, like, we haven't had this. It must be It's fantastic. This is fan... It must be very rewarding to make this and throw in stuff like that and have it recognized and noticed, you know? Um, Absolutely. I'm okay, sure last stuff story. That we missed too. Oh, oh, always. We'll know soon. Um, let's see. Ryan Coogler, the Black Panther director, signed a big deal with Disney. I think it's like a five-year contract, and he's working mm-hmm. with Disney Television, not just movies. Um, and the first thing they announced for him is that he's doing a Wakanda spinoff TV show for streaming show for Disney Plus. They didn't say who's in it or what it's about, but it's that it's set within Wakanda, hey. which I thought. That's this should have done a long time ago, or it should have announced a long time ago. Seems like yeah. a no-brainer, you know? But uh, I'm happy about it. He's really talented. I they had to re-talk some stuff with um, Chadwick's passing. Chadwick passing. Yeah, probably, makes honestly. Sense. But there's so much untapped potential with storytelling potential with Wakanda. You know, we don't know, we barely know anything about it. There's so, so much that's really more cool. to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about this at Every time a new piece of information trickles out about it, you know. Of course. Maybe it's a storm show. Who knows? Ooh. I really I... want. This is my Marvel wish, not a predict prediction, but I hope Ryan Coogler is responsible for introducing Storm to the MCU. That would be cool. I hope it's not like some random director. That's it. And I'm done okay. with my news. I'm sorry. Ron, what did you find this week? No, it's okay. Uh, I go quick. Because uh, they're not really long. Uh, I start with the comic manga news. Um, Death Note is getting a collection of short stories. Oh, coming okay. out pretty soon. It's pretty like cool. A, like a like uh, a light novel thing or like a no, not even. It's just a uh, just random one shot uh, stuff okay. in the universe. Neat. Uh, over the over the fourteen years, it's just stuff that hasn't I came out. Have never read Death Note. I do. You should definitely read Death Note. It's good. Uh, but this is coming out uh, in Japan uh, on uh, February 4th. No release date for the U.S. yet. But I'm sure we will get that pretty soon. That's cool. Uh, and then we will do the gaming news. Uh, yes. We'll start with the Nintendo news. That is pretty, pretty big news. Uh, Nintendo Switch has surpassed the 3DS in console sales. That's crazy. Whoop. I know, and uh, so they have the Switch has sold eighty million console oh units. So it's pretty okay. wild. Why? Why do we call Microsoft and Sony the big two? Like it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, why there's un- this perception? Unfortunately, right? I, I looked at a list of the best consoles sold. The best one still sold is the PlayStation Two. It probably will never be dethroned. No, the 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 regular DS I, I thought was the the best selling. 
when I looked, it said the, the PlayStation 2. I okay. mean, that, that was also on IGN. They could have been sure. wrong. Who knows? But it's the PlayStation 2. Uh, I think that was the second one on the list. I could be wrong. I, I really don't remember. Okay. But um, also, uh, with that, You're right. uh, Animal Crossing sold 31 copies. 31 million copies. Wow. So that's pretty wild. Pretty insane. But good, good for good for Nintendo. Yeah, you know? no, no. I saw that the the Switch Lite, which is just like the cheaper version, outsold the Wii U, or it's about to yes, outsell the Wii U. That too, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. The version crazy. of the Switch is selling a whole like generation. <laughs> Rest in peace, though, the Wii U. Uh, and also, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is the best selling Pokemon series uh, since Gold and Silver. So what I'm hearing is that people have more money now. Uh, you know, or more, just more, uh, income, more so gaming we, is getting more popular. Probably. I mean, you never, you never know. But when uh, did Gold and Silver come out? Ooh, that's a good question. A long, time ago, long time ago, Game Boy. Okay, okay. Game Boy Color. Oh no! Interesting. Yes, yes Gold and Silver. Was okay, Game Boy Color. I, I forgot. So there's lots in between. Uh, so yeah, there was there were a few in between, uh, but it sold over 20 million copies. So that's cool. Wow. Are you is there, Ron? Did you buy? Pokemon, you don't have a Switch. Yeah, I mean, I bought it. I just didn't. I played maybe two hours of it. Okay, because I know they have a new expansion coming out. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I probably won't play it. Yeah, same. I I put. All, I, I mean, I beat Sword or she, no Shield. I, I bought Shield. I beat sure. it, and then I have no interest in playing it again. But yeah, I mean, like I my Nintendo Switch is a uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild machine. Machine. So. Okay. There, there's that. That's that's a, um, understandable. You just wait till Tem Tem comes out. <laughs> yeah, most most definitely. Um, we'll do a real quick one. Blizzard is celebrating their thirtieth anniversary in February, so that's cool. Oh, wow. They're doing some okay. stuff, some digital Happy stuff. Happy birthday, but, Blizzard! Bunch of you know, thirty stuff. years. It's kind of crazy. What's what's your most played Blizzard game? Of all time? Overwatch, probably. Overwatch. Yeah, I didn't really. Uh, Diablo two, baby. A lot. Yeah, I didn't really play a lot of Blizzard games. I have played a you lot. Play Overwatch a lot. A significant amount of Diablo two. Diablo three for me. Diablo three is a good one. Huh? Yeah. I've also played a decent amount of WoW before sure. the first expansion came out. I I stopped Word. after the first one. But it will yeah. be Overwatch two. Oh yeah. Are you ready for Overwatch two? That should have been a real bet. That should have been a real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, d- I dropped the ball there. Um, so we'll do this one. Uh, Google Stadia is shutting down their internal game studio. Yikes. Which basically means uh, they are not making first party uh, games for that console. Honestly, I didn't even know that they were going to be doing that. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I forgot about it. It's weird, too. I found out this small bit of news. Uh, it had been free since April of 2020. Yeah, it's free. You can use it. Um, right. I mean, you have to buy the game. You gotta buy it. some free ones that you can just to try the service out. Right, right, right. Uh, but you still, you can get too much free of the Pro as well. Right, so which, that's is what, which is what I'm game. doing and why I bought Cyberpunk. Because I, I had a two free months of Pro and I had a $25 yeah. off coupon. Oh, cool. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, let me try Cyberpunk. And it's amazing. Yeah, Cyberpunk was supposed to be that was one of the best, one of the better versions of that I, game. I mean, I've only put an hour platform. into it on Stadia, but 
I've sure, sure, Xbox sure. is my primary, but like it's it runs so well. I can play it on our computer at work, like on the like on lunch, like I'm sitting around. It's a good lunch. internet. Yeah, yeah, I can play it like with a garbage machine that can barely run like Magic the Gathering Arena. We tried to run that uh, last year, and it's like, oh, this thing can't handle this. It can't handle a card point. game, but I'm playing Cyberpunk. Right, and it's, it's beautiful. Dope. Yeah, it's nice. Hopefully, uh, you know. They they keep the the Google Stadia going and the service going. Why would they stop uh, making games? What is that a bad sign for Google Stadia, or is it not necessarily? I they. From what they I have remember, unlimited money. I don't get it. Right, I think they're just doing since Cyberpunk came out. I think they're shifting their focus a little bit towards just doing uh, third party games. But so. also, okay. Google will not hesitate to drop something. That is also true. Google, what was the Google One Plus or something? Plus Google, One or Google? Oh, the um, the the Facebook knockoff. Google. Plus. Yeah, the Facebook knockoff. Google Plus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Google Plus. Google yeah. Plus. You remember Google Glass, Google Lens, Google. See, that's unfortunate too. I think I think they were too early on that. I think yes. they're going to come back around at some point. Glass. Glass. They were have, way too early. I know, like, because that's I mean that's VR essentially. Like the same yeah, it was AR VR. Yeah. Oh yeah, AR. Yeah, right. Excuse me. Like. But that was fifteen years ago. Like, right? Yeah, like they're way downloading... too. They're too too ahead of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they gotta they gotta take it back off the market, figure some stuff out, and then gonna, they'll come back for sure. Right. Um, this is a movie gaming news. Okay. Uh, there's competing GameStop movies happening from two different studios. Oh my god, I saw that. About the stock market stuff, yeah. So Ridiculous. one one at Netflix that just got announced, and then one from MGM. So that's interesting. I I'm guess. sure we'll not see those, actually. I don't know if those are going to hit the light of the day. You, so it's funny. <laughs> Netflix has a director. Oh, They have a writer and a cast. Yeah, no, it's not today. Yeah. So... Okay. I, we at least see one of them. Also, Ron, it's pronounced Stonk Market. Stonks. Game Stonks. You say it right. Stonks. So that's that. And then my last news, pretty big one. And thanks, thanks, Mikey Boy, for showing it to me because oh, I, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't have got it. But it was pretty interesting once I read the stuff on it. Uh, MLB The Show 21 announced for Xbox and PlayStation. That's wild. Which is wild. But even, but even wild. PlayStation though. exclusive. Even wilder though, it wasn't out to be on the Switch initially. Oh, was it? Yes. Is it coming to Switch? No. Oh, okay. Someone explain it, to it, me it, why this is wild. Well, so so imagine like it's so this has been this is a Sony Studios game, right? So it's like if Mario was coming out on Xbox. Yes. Right. Or if okay. you know, newer stuff, God of War was on and, Xbox, or and and the thing with Spider Man on Xbox. Well, no, not not even Spider Man, but like. Because I mean, like Spider Man. I mean, this new one is associated with Sony, but like Spider Man oh, sure, sure, sure. yeah, yeah. is not. But like, if Halo was on PlayStation, it'd right? Be the same. Yeah, MLB the Show. I know, Dylan, you don't do sports games, but like MLB the Show is probably the most respected sports game in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. Um, it's very in depth. It gives you everything you want. Um, they listen to the fans. It's it's just a fantastic game. I've bought yeah. I've bought them previously sporadically throughout you know its history. It's been around I don't know ten years or so, fifteen years. It's been around for a while. Um, uh, but yeah, that's cool. It's also cross progression, cross play. 
That's crazy. Cross progression, dude. That's cross wild. progression and cross play. So yeah, I it's uh, the features able... looking good. I'm definitely gonna for, buy this on gamers. Xbox. No. And Xbox has not had a simulation baseball game since 2013. That's pretty wild too. And I, Michael, I yes. do play sports games. I've played Mario a lot tennis? of Mario Golf and Mario uh-huh. Tennis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah most definitely, most definitely. And I don't appreciate you saying that they're not as respected as MLB <laughs> whatever. MLB, MLB whatever. whatever. <laughs> there are way cuter outfits in Mario Tennis. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. So yeah, it's super dope, man. I'm uh, excited for the people who want to play this game have an Xbox, you know? Yeah. Me. I mean, because I don't have a PS5. Yet. Oh, I think we might have lost Ron. Oh, no, he's back. No, I'm good. Okay. It looked like you froze. He's fell asleep. (laughs) He stays No, I was just chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Just just chilling. All right. Um, Let's get into um, my stuff here. Um, I'm going to go pretty quickly here. Um, I don't have a ton to talk about this week. Um, I'm going to start off with a real quick... um, Royal Rumble spoilers. If anybody has a, Ooh. if you a if you care, and I know B, who, if you a right a if you care and b if you haven't heard by now. I mean, it was this past yes, it was yesterday as of this recording, but days ago as of yes when it comes out. So spoilers now. Skip ahead two minutes. Um, okay, so <laughs> Edge won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I knew I so Cody, my my coworker. Yeah, Cody. Yeah, he I, I he he was excited Sunday, and I was like, cool, whatever. And I was like, oh hey, how was the the Royals Rumble? He's like, oh yeah, it was dope. And I was like, hold on, wait, did Edge win? He was like, yep. I was like, yeah, I knew it. There's, there's no way he was coming back and not winning. So Edge came you back know? last year at the Royal Rumble. So again, I, as I've said a million thousand times, I don't keep I don't watch WWE. I don't like the product i don't like supporting the company however i do you know i'm on i I love wrestling and i'm in i you can't not hear about wwe news ed showed up last year i believe at the rumble um did a little bit of stuff with randy orton got hurt again and is now back and he's been doing a lot of stuff about you know this is his last thing and you know he wants to retire on his terms and blah 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 so you know good for edge it's a weird choice to me um, sticking with WWE's uh, mentality of putting over the old guys and saying forget the forget it's the wild, isn't it? Edge is forty seven, right? And also <laughs> Christian showed up. Christian was a surprise entry and number twenty four. Um, Christian, so Christian, his old tag team partner, Edge and Christian. Oh, word, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. All right, and and it turns out Christian is going to be working a part time schedule, so I don't know what that's going to do, but uh, so that's what is going. Cool. Okay. We're talking about Edge. Are we talking about the CW Flash's Adam Smasher? Ad, Adam, uh, yes. Adam, Adam, Adam Copeland. Yes, he, <laughs> he, he is Adam Copeland, same. but he played Adam Smasher. Of course, he did. Flash. Um, so yes, <laughs> yes. Adam Smasher won the Royal Rumble. Good for him. That's so cool. Dylan, the Royal Rumble is one of those big things where there's 30 people in the ring, and then uh, if you get thrown over the top, you get eliminated, and then the last one standing gets a title match at WrestleMania in two months. Uh, Don't like Hunger Games. Yeah, pretty much. It's like wrestling Hunger Games. It's like oh, Hunger boy. Games. Yeah, dog. The, the, the other big news, I guess, not even really big news from Rumble, is that uh, Goldberg wrestled and just really showcased. I don't know why they still wheel him out. He he was never very good. <laughs> uh, he can do People a, like Goldberg. Let them have it. He can do a spear. He can't do the jackhammer anymore. 
but he only had. Is he not doing a jackhammer? Dude, he almost killed the Undertaker with it last year. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, but so he wrestled Drew McIntyre for the belt and lost, and just really showcased why he can't really go anymore. Um, but um, other wrestling news. Um, so Kota Ibushi. This is going to make no sense to neither of y'all because this doesn't really apply to either of you. But um, Kota Ibushi is the champion of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and his former tag team partner Kenny Omega is the champion for AEW, and he also has the AAA. Uh, heavyweight championship as well um, and New Japan and AEW that is like what the internet wants to happen they want them to work together that is like the dream of wrestling fans right now um, and it's been denied and denied and denied but so is that getting closer and closer it's it's like it's so close like things are happening I feel like it's already been it's guaranteed to oh, yeah, I'm sure they've talked about it already they're oh, just laying well, the so, groundwork well what happened previously is that uh, the, the previous head of New Japan was really mad at the dudes that started AEW because he ju- they left New Japan to start AEW. So they viewed them as gotcha. a rival. But now that guy's gone, and they got a new guy. Uh, and the new guy seems to be keen to do it. But anyway, so Kota Ibushi tweeted cool. out in Japanese saying, uh, I never forgot his, speaking of Kenny Omega, I never forgot his challenge to me via YouTube in 2008. I wanted to make wrestling more popular. Now the shoe was on the other foot, but this is my chance to make an appeal. I want a competition between two companies that will change the entire industry. It needs a shot in the arm. And then Kenny Omega uh, retweeted, oh, so the new god has a, has a soul after all. I'm touched. Already feeling lonely in the kingdom I left for you. Shall I destroy it? Ta- he, he's tweeting this in Japanese. Take my hand. We'll build a new one. So it looks like it's going to happen. And it's this happening. Is the, yeah. This is the most exciting time to be a wrestling fan. I've talked about it with anybody who comes into the store and likes wrestling. It's very... Very exciting times. That's cool. Um, yes, super cool. That's it for the wrestling. Uh, getting on to uh, gaming. Um, there's two bits of gaming news here. Cyberpunk Red has released DLC, its first DLC. And in uh, taking a stand with uh, D&D, they've released their own combat wheelchair um, for free. And it looks super dope. It's available it for free on their website. It looks really cool looking. Um, like Modoki. I know. Um, so I, I really appreciate this, uh, you know, accessibility, attention to accessibility that, um, all the game companies are doing here. Um, if you, if you, uh, remember last week, I mentioned that there's a new world record for the highest ever Pokemon card sold for that Blastoise. Yep. Um, well, Magic the Gathering, not to be outdone, um, did the same thing with a Black Lotus which, if you don't know, is the rarest Magic the Gathering card. Um, uh, a PSA 10 Black Lotus signed sold for $511,000 um, this past weekend. Wow. Um, this came out in 1993. Oh, there's only 1,100 copies of this Alpha Black Lotus. It's from the Alpha set. Um, the first ever Magic set. Um, yeah, so there's only 1,100 ever existed. And most of them are, you know, destroyed through decks and play. And this is a 10 for a card. Oh, game. wow. This is not like a comic that, like, you know, could still, you know, get, be in good shape. But the, everyone played with this crap, you know, like shuffled yeah, it. Yeah, but I assume some, you assume that 10, somebody stored. Sure. Kept it in a safe somewhere. Yeah. 
but That's it wild. is it's signed by somebody i think the, the artist i'm not really sure who signed it but that is Probably. just amazing to me five hundred and eleven thousand dollars so the new world record for a uh, single uh so pokemon's gonna come out next week and be like i upped you dog what's up yeah i mean in in the past this this card goes for two hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah. doubled. So that's just telling you what this card industry is like. Uh, it's insane, dude. Cards are crazy right now. Um, it's insane. Absolutely. We can't get none. No, we sure can't. Um, <laughs> that's it for gaming. Gaming's pretty quick this week. Um, well, kind of gaming. Toys R Us has closed all of its stores again. Um, they have they reopened two stores roughly a year ago uh, in Texas. I'm sorry, in Houston yes. and somewhere else. There's one in the Galleria. Yeah, and then I forget where the other one is. In New York, I think. Um, and due to COVID, they are shutting down again. So RIP. It was closed the last time I went. RIP once again to Toys R Us. Um, Can't so, get a break. Yeah, they, that's it. I know everyone lamented it, but like that's such a outdated type of a store, like a big box single focus. There's no way they they can't. You can't. You can't. It'll be fine. COVID uh, later in the year will be fine. It'll be fine. You think so? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, dog. (laughs) I think. I think that's probably it. Probably. That's probably it. I have a little bit of entertainment news here. Um, Let's talk about um, Willow. The Disney Plus series now has a director. with uh, what is his name? It's the guy. Uh, it's the guy that did. Uh, I'm not okay with this. Uh, Something Entwistle. Entwistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jonathan Entwistle. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember because the last time we talked about him, because he did the. It's. Uh, I'm not okay with this, and that's the same name as uh, one of the musicians from the Who. Uh, but so that's good. I really liked. I'm not okay with this. I did not see the end of the effing world, but I liked. I'm not okay with this. Okay, so. Also, so, Tony Revel- Revelori, who plays Flash Thompson in the Spider-Man movies, is rumored to be in that. Finally movie. getting some news about this thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to Willow. I hope it's good, of course. Um, but, you know, you can never know. Um, what else? They, HBO has released a very quick clip of the new um, Many Scenes of Newark, the Sopranos prequel movie. Starring um, Michael Gandolfini, James Gandolfini's son, playing a young Tony Soprano, um, and it's really—I mean, obviously it's his kid, but it's—it's it's, it's uncanny. It does look just like a, game, a young James Gandolfini, so that's really exciting. And I'm—I have really high hopes for this movie because it is written and directed by David Chase, who created the series. So, I—I think—I think this movie is going to take people by surprise. I think uh, it's going to be really, really good. Um. And I'm going to wrap up here with two. I have just some some streaming date announcements. Um, so the Criterion Channel, um, every month, the, the Criterion Channel, being the snooty group that it is, they have a monthly curated selection of movies that you can watch, not just like all the Criterion stuff is on all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So for February, uh, for Black History Month, they're doing a bunch of uh, black cinema and films from Bill Duke, uh, Jim Jarmusch, Madeline Anderson, and uh, more. But the mo- the one I want to highlight is Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai, which is not available to stream anywhere else. Uh, this movie is amazing. Uh, 
Have either of you seen Ghost Dog? Nope. With uh, Forrest Whitaker? It's really, really good. It's a, samurai, a street samurai and philosophy movie uh, with like a Wu-Tang soundtrack. Okay. It's... Oh, it's, yeah, dog. Sign dude, me up. It's so good. If you've never seen Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai, 100% recommend you check it out. It is on this, mm. the Criterion channel. Um, they also put out the Criterion Blu-ray a couple of months ago, um, if that's up anybody's alley. Um, but yeah, I think they do a free trial. I, Ghost Dog is worth a free trial. It's worth blowing your free trial. Um, and then just some generic streaming uh, stuff coming up. Um, headed to HBO Max, Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, I really wanted to see that. Yeah, boy, it. let's go. So that one looks so good. I haven't gotten to see it. Um, I'm excited. Have either of you seen it? Nope. I want to, though. Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's coming to HBO Max this month. Um, coming to Disney Plus is The Book of Life, which is I think is a pretty underrated animated movie. Um, that was the... You think- I think I've been on there already. No. Oh. Uh, Del Toro produced that one, I believe. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie when it came out. That's a good movie. Yep. Um, coming to Hulu, the classic American Psycho with Christian Bale, um, which highly recommend. I love that movie. Um, one of the only mainstream slasher movies directed by a woman, too. So never seen it. Yes, it's oh, it's so violent, dude. It's so oh, yeah. good. Yes. He plays like a Wall Street investor. It's you know makes sense with all this GameStop news. He plays a Wall Street investor who also kills people. Um, okay, there you go. Uh, and finally, Sonic the Hedgehog coming to Amazon yeah. Prime for free. So Yay. let's get it. Yes, you can go stream it, and you got to go fast because I know you go. all have Amazon Prime. So fix fast. Um, and don't forget that our WandaVision watch-along is going to be coming up sooner than you think on Saturday, March 6th, I believe at 9 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we're going to be about watching, a month from now. It's about a month from now. March 5th. March 5th. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah. I knew it was 5th or 6th. Friday, uh, Friday, March 5th. Friday, March 5th, we're watching WandaVision at 9 p.m. on our Discord. Uh, now, for that, you do have to have um, Disney+. Plus. And we're we're not going to do screen share. We want this to be all on the up and up. We want it to be, um, you know, completely legal, so we can have we can advertise it, you know. Right. Um. So anyway, uh, that's going to be on our Discord server, which you can join via our um, the link in our Twitter bio. Uh, our Twitter is BRC Uncanny. Um. So we're going to do this, uh, like I said, on our Discord, and we'll have a private channel, not a private channel. But we'll have a channel, uh open for text chat while we're watching together. Maybe it's one or two episodes. We don't really know yet. Um, but I think that's all I have to say about WandaVision Watch Along. Um, I'm very mm-hmm. much looking forward to that. This is our first ever. And probably we'll do one two weeks later. As long as it goes well. We'll probably do one two weeks later for uh, Talk of the Winter Soldier, I would assume. Um, if people like it, they'll want to keep doing it. Um, watch along with your boys. But anyway... I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all your support. Bye. This is Dylan. And I'm Ronald. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 